Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Dan, Ro, Chino, and Emil from the longest running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. And we're so happy to announce that Wrestling Quiz Nights are finally back. Yes, we are doing it this September 23. And appropriately enough, we're calling it the Wrestling Quiz Night. The Wrestling Quiz Night. Chino, tell them more about it. So usually, before the pandemic, we'd have these once in a while. The would be your basic question and answer format and themes. But this time around, since I was put in charge, we're doing things a little differently. Yes, we are going to test you on your wrestling knowledge. But we will also test your wrestling fan. What does that mean? Come and find out. This will be an interesting night of wrestling, shared love for professional wrestling on Saturday, September 23 at the Hobby Stadium. Siyempre, pag may quiz night, meron din tayo mga papremyo. And you can get these cool prizes from our friends and partners. A sensational Sherry action figure from Hobby Line Toy Store. And some wrestling t-shirts from Everybody's Toys and Collectibles. And from also our partners from Hobby Stadium, they got some WWE trading cards to give away, plus some G. So, yun. so if you join in, you'll have fun And then you also get the chance to win these cool, amazing prizes Yeah, and you can play by yourself You can grab a friend, you can be a duo or a trio or even more You don't care as long as you drop by and come by You can also, you know, just come and vibe with us If you don't want to play and feel the pressure of winning all these cool prizes So once again, Hobby Stadium, New Manila, Doña Hemady Street And it's going to be a September 23, 8pm Tickets are 350 pesos Just come in and walk by and we'll have some fun The Pod Network Entertainment. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, aka Austin Creed. Welcome to the big time! Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. You know your damn role and shut your damn mouth. Hey everyone, this is Jeff Cobb. I have to finish the story. We are pretty deadly. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Hello, my name is Ila Dragunov, the star. Bang, the sniper is shooting you down. This is TMDK's Robbie Eagles, and you are listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. You found the bonus episode where we talk about the stuff that we just didn't have time for on the live stream of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. It's Stan, Roe, and Emil. And let's start with Becky Lynch, uh, who is the NXT Women's Champion. And she's kind of the default women's champion that in on Raw, at least for this week. Because na sidelined si Rhea Ripley in kayfabe by Nia Jax. And Nia's really been going on a rampage, no pun intended, by basically destroying every women's wrestler who's been in her path the last couple of weeks. Yeah, uh, people are complaining about it. I already, I already talked about it last week, why um, we don't buy into that narrative. So, yeah, um, it's really good, though. Uh, they found a way to make 
the NXT Women's Championship a big deal by putting it on Becky Lynch, diba? So um, it's a novelty for me, I think, uh, to see the NXT Women's Championship and the NXT North American Championship defended on Raw. So it's a big deal. Like, okay, uh, this is what happens on NXT. These are the championships. So if you don't, you know, watch NXT already, you should, right? So it's good promotion. And, you know, one of those things that, okay, even when Vince rebranded the 2.0, he didn't really think of it. He didn't think of doing it this way. And that's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, this is, uh, again, you know, the very rare lang to mangyari na an NXT champion uh, goes on Raw and, you know, defends the title there. And uh, ito na yung sinasabi ko last week na by Becky winning the title, she elevates the title in itself. Na just by the fact that she's the champion, mas magiging bigger deal siya than before. And Whoever defeats her for the title is gonna be a bigger. Uh, it's gonna be a big deal afterwards. Then, so um, this was a good showcase for for the title. And you know, uh, she's she at this point she's like the ace of of the women's division. Uh, you know, if things uh, if wala yung iba, they can always rely on her to you know to give good promos, good matches. So uh, she did basically, great you know, trying break glass in case of emergency. Yeah, at this point, yes. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Becky is their mox. Uh, there was a report that came out right before Raw, and si Tiga Knox dapat yung magiging challenger ni Becky Lynch, because she had an open challenge on Raw, uh, but it got scrapped. So hindi na si Tiga Knox uh, as as late as main event, which they tape right before Raw. So it was Natalia who answered uh, the open challenge in case you didn't get to watch Monday Night Raw. So what did you think of that development? Uh, when I saw it was yeah. Natalia, uh, I thought it made sense because there was also a report over the weekend that said uh, um, Natalia was being praised because Becky couldn't go to the India show uh, on the yeah. weekend. Mm-hmm. So Natalia was the one who stepped up. So I think this was a thank you for Natalia, which is, I think it makes sense. And they addressed it in you know, kind of elephant in the room when Becky said, okay, why are you here? This is for, this is for the kids, right? So uh, you're not a kid and the NXT championship is technically for the, for the next generation. Which is so, weird because Natalia actually challenged for the very first NXT Women's Championship. Yeah, but, uh, but that was, uh, yeah. okay. when that was, when that she, in 2014. Uh, yeah, that's yep. true. That is true. Uh, so, but now she's even older, so so uh, it 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 doesn't even make you know it doesn't make even more sense here. Shame uh, to challenge. So, um, but it's nice. I liked it. Um, it was pretty quick. I, it wasn't really much. It was just really done to get the championship on uh, on the Raw card. So okay, lang din. Uh, maybe there's like uh, one more Raw before No Mercy. So maybe Tegan Knox can still get her her championship shot. I really wish it could have been Tegan because also like Becky when uh, Tegan was in it, when was a prominent figure at NXT she wasn't able to win the NXT championship so that could have been a little nice story there now I was I also wasn't able to win the title and now you know I you know she will get this opportunity to win the uh, the NXT championship so it would have been nice and you know again the title is for like Becky said is for for the kids you know but I, I like that I I like the Natalia replacement ang pinagtataka ko lang is the last time I saw Natalia was uh, she was a baby face but here here in this in this segment she was kind of heelish so uh, napaano ako napaisip ako 
did did she turn heel before this? Uh, but apparently, you know, she she did it, pala. So um, it was just that that was just weird. But again, siguro because she was challenging Becky, that she has to be the de facto heel. I don't no. think it was a heel turn. I don't so, think she turned heel. I think she yeah, just, you know, I, <laughs> yeah, it was one of those things. That, okay, uh, I was I'm being overlooked, so um, uh, so I'm tired of being overlooked, diba? So she was frustrated, diba? So she called her a ginger witch, which is a really weird insult. Then, <laughs> yeah. Then again, it's probably based on yung joke, diba? Gingers have no soul. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I I did not write that line. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So uh, see, Natalia, I, I think I just based on my observation of the way that she's been booked, she's the type of vet that they slot her in literally any role as necessary. Mm. Like if they need her to be the underdog babyface against Rhea Ripley, bam, that's her. If they need her to be the angry vet, the angry wrestling vet of the women's division, bam, that's her, right? So uh, at, at this point, I think she's really just uh, there to, to play whatever role is assigned to her. Put me in coach. Yeah, she's the Udanis Hassan of the women's division. <laughs> I like I only always use Udanis Hassan as a comparison, but yeah, I <laughs> Oh, and not to laugh at like UD and Natalia, but they are kind of the same age. Exactly. Yeah. They've also been in the business yeah. for right around the same amount of time. Uh, yes, so that's so, why I made a so comparison. Yeah. yeah. Very very reliable. You know? mm, yeah. All right, uh, let's move on here and uh, talk about the next WWE PLE that's Fastlane happening on October 7 in the US, October 8, Sunday, Manila time. There's a lot of build outside of the Nakamura versus Rollins rematch, which they have been establishing. Parang di pa natin alam what other matches yung ilalagay nila sa card. So, uh, what matches do you see na magiging part in tong PLE na to? Uh, is there going to be Chad Gable versus Gunther again? Is there uh, a Judgment Day match? I'm thinking after Raw, I was think uh, after Raw and SmackDown this this week, I was thinking of actually two matches that can be in a fast lane, in the fast lane uh, PLE. Uh, one is I think they're building up to this, which is uh, Champa versus Gunther. Mm. Since uh, we're gonna discuss Chad Gable uh, in a few minutes, but based on the vignettes and uh, you know the match on Raw between Chad and I uh, between uh, Champa and. Vinci, that is likely where we are headed. And another one, pero parang ano, this is this I feel like this match is too big for Fastlane. But after SmackDown, I was thinking maybe we'll get a tag match between Cena and Styles versus Sikoa and uh, Jimmy Uso. That's a possibility as well. So as of right now, yun yun palang yun na isip ko na pwedeng maging matches on Fastlane. Yeah, um, if you're looking for a traditional build-up, okay, at the match, tapos at the yung ano, at the yung we're gonna tell the next uh two weeks uh, worth of story na they're gonna get angrier at each other. Uh, I like what they're doing here. Um, it's actually uh, this one is actually more aligned with how Tony Khan books stories right now. So ang ginagawanya and what people don't kind of understand here is that. They tell the stories naturally. They naturally build up yung, uh, yung mga alitan, yung mga feuds, yung mga rivalry. And then once they get to that critical mass before they get to the climax, they'll book the match. So um, you get like Champa inserting himself with the whole thing. And then uh, they don't make the match just yet, but you know it's headed there. Right? 
or AJ Styles and Jimmy Uso, the the match isn't made. But once it is like closer to, to the pay per view, you know that okay, this made sense. Uh, this is this was where it was going, right? Um, I like that because it uh, it places yung you carrot firmly in front of the of the horse instead of the other way around i think na uh the horse ends up being first diba? when you make the match first and then you build up the next few weeks trying to escalate things instead of uh that letting it naturally progress there so i don't mind this at all like uh i think nakamura versus rollinson because it was the only story that really carried over from uh from the last pay-per-view the best so uh the others weren't as much like um Rhea sidelined um maybe they'll get the Rhea Nia Jax match um I think we'll get Jay Uso versus Finn Balor because they've been doing the Jay Uso versus Judgment Day thing yeah so either Jay Uso versus Finn Balor or Damien Priest so either one of those so, so the reason I'm bringing this up is because we're at a point where eto mga WWE PLEs they can sell tickets even if wala pang match. Yeah. It's not just WrestleMania anymore eh, or yeah. the Royal Rumble yeah. or like the big four or five. Even a PLE like Fastlane or Payback, you know, they, they can sell tickets and they can get you to be aware and excited for the PLE even though you have absolutely no idea kung anong matches or sinong wrestlers yung nakabook dun. Yeah, I think this is a Triple H effect. Na... Where that then nung panahon events, um, okay, the, the brand will kind of sell itself, but it still needs a big push. Now, because Triple H is doing great, um, you can, you know, the WWE can roll in and they can expect a good, I mean, the, the, the home crowd will expect a good show. I say, you know, you get three hours or maybe a little under four hours of good action. It's not overstuffed. You won't get um, a pay-per-view card that's uh, cramming to the gills, crammed to the gills with, um, with some short matches and silly results. Right? So I think that afforded Triple H a little more leeway to tell his story. So that's pretty cool, I think. All right. Yeah. Okay, Emil, go. No, same, same, same thing. I mean, um, because nagkita na ng mga tao na the PLEs ever since Triple H uh, took over are really good. No matter kung sino yung ilagay sa card, a PLE will the the PLEs are really good. So, parang may trust na si, may trust na yung mga tao sa si WWE na it doesn't matter how many matches or who's in the card, the PLEs will always deliver. And that's a good thing. That's a that's a uh, goodwill then on the part of WWE. All right. Um, See, so yeah, let's talk about Chad Gable now. Uh, Gable is still on uh, the way back up. Diba? right after he lost to Gunther, and then now he's got Champa, who uh, presents himself as another challenger for the Intercontinental Championship. Uh, what do you think about this development? Now he lost to Bronson Reed on Monday Night Raw. Hmm. Uh, I- I'm okay with it. <laughs> you know, I'm okay with it. Because you need to build him back up, eh? Because he just lost to go, just lost to Gunta uh, a few weeks ago. So I'm fine with you know. It's now the you know, ad- uh, it's now the struggle before getting back on that mountain again. <laughs> you know, and uh, like I said, nung, I think it was last week or the other week. Now they can't mess this up. Now they have built such momentum for Chad Gable and then they won't do anything about it. They're, they're not going to capitalize on it. I, I'm sure they're going to capitalize on it, but it will come 
in time sa tamang panahon as you know we we say so so uh i'm fine with it it's definitely they're setting up something for his comeback and yung champa feud is maybe only uh ano parang ano lang yan uh a short program for gunter before para hindi rin magsawi yung mga tao sa gable gunter feud so you know so put champa in first and then you know um they will eventually return to that story uh at some point maybe at mania maybe at probable diba I don't know. I, I I didn't like it actually. Um, not because I don't like Bronson Reed. Uh, I'm a fan of that guy. But this is your hot dude, like right now. Like you made him a, a yeah. made man after the whole Gunther thing. Like he already suffered a big loss, two big losses actually, and then he, he won uh, a six man tag. Then all of a sudden he loses. But um, it felt like you know Vince was doing something here backstage. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we read a report. Eventually, that said, okay, Vince re- rewrote some things here. So it was weird because I, um, I didn't think he needed that loss. And especially in, yes, it, it was a David and Goliath match, but I didn't think he needed um, that sudden loss. Like, I don't care. Yes, I agree that sometimes you do need a setback to set up a comeback, but uh, um, this wasn't it. I, I I didn't think it was it. Like, if you wanted to build uh, Bronson Reed, a whole bunch of other guys to do it. Like squash Tozawa again. Right? <laughs> uh, do that. Tozawa naman si Tozawa. Zero for na nga siya. No, but um, I don't know. I I think the the minimum they could do was you know continue the momentum that Chad Gable had instead of um starting all over again. Even though it wasn't supposed to be square one, because he won last week, so I don't know what's up with that. Uh, parang okay, Chad Gable lost, and then Champa wins, diba? So uh, I didn't think that was the right move. Um, I hope that this was like a, a one-time thing, because otherwise, if Bronson Reed doesn't go anywhere after this, like, what was the point then? <laughs> what was the point of all this? Just to show now, okay, Bronson Reed is big. And he will, you know, physically dominate a smaller guy. So if that was the whole plan for this particular loss, then. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. What, what the hell is, are we doing here? Yeah, uh, I, I can see why you would be asking those questions, especially since Chad Gable used, uh, was, was basically that guy. He was the... Uh, uh, the guy being built to really take down Gunther after this very uh, dominant reign. So, uh, you know, it, it's one of those things now. We'll see what happens, especially since, you know, unpredictable din with Champa in the picture. Uh, I, I can't shake the feeling that uh, maybe we're moving on from Chad Gable and now Champa's that guy. I don't know. Uh, I, I hope not because I really like the idea of Chad Gable finally getting his moment in the sun. Mm, All right. Yeah. Uh, let's 
stick to WWE before we go to AEW. Because it's more important than AEW. Uh, let's uh, do a quick uh, recap of the final week of Global Heritage Invitational. So uh, it, the, the tournament's basically like a mini G1. And as we mentioned earlier, Sito Zawa's already out of the running in his group. He lost all of his matches. Uh, Sina Butch and Tyler Bape, they also had a very fun match on NXT. I really loved the uh, references on commentary to their history, uh, dating back to Progress and then NXT UK. And then it really made the match mean so much more than just a finals match in the in the group phase of the tournament. And then on the other side, when Duke Hudson got his win over Joe Coffey, sobrang ganda rin na. They were able to uh, lead into a triple threat match that was happening right then and there with a very tuliro Nathan Fraser uh, being like, Oh, hey, now na. Oh, hey, takbo na. <laughs> so... Um, I I really enjoyed this tournament. Uh, I'm not going to not is that Tyler Bate uh, and Charlie Dempsey match. So I I uh, I know I have to catch up and uh, catch that. It's one. really quick. It's super quick. So uh, it's good stuff. Mm. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know the reason I'm I'm saying all of this is that I want more. I want more of this Global Heritage Invitational yeah. tournament. Uh, right. Can we please do this every year? Please, please, please. So, yeah, that's what I said last week. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, so, sablang, so, even though, sablang nabitin ako this tournament eh. Kasi, uh, again, this made me watch NXT more regularly than I did in a, in months past. Because you're guaranteed to always have a great match in this tournament. Kasi, again, you don't really need a storyline. You don't need any context before to watch to watch the matches and you know sobrang sobrang galing ng mga matches and the wrestlers that they had on the pool this year are really good guys from NXT UK and even and we even had uh you know uh Duke Hudson in there and Tozawa to to add in more spice and uh I I'm glad I'm glad to see even though his name is Bush when I saw him in the match against Tyler Bate I couldn't help but to see that was the bruiserweight beat done that I knew from years ago, and you know he he acted the same way as as he would back then as as Pete Dunne, and that match was really fantastic. Probably my favorite of the tournament so far. I mean, for, I, I'm sure for a lot of people that was also their favorite match of the tournament, uh, and. You know, the triple threat match uh, was great as well. Although, like, tatakako because usually in a tiebreaker, it would be determined as to who beats who. Beats who. Pero, yeah, because they all beat one another. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, logical naman siya. Eh. Wala namang yeah. point differential. Walang quotient, di ba? Di naman to FIBA. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, it was also a nice session. They decided the win of the, the other group in a, another triple threat match. So, um, next week is going to be the finals between Butch and Joe Coffey. And uh, I'm okay with the finals. I'm okay with the finals. I'm okay with the winners of each uh, each group. I mean, Butch is someone from the main roster. So, that I mean, in essence, dapat lang siya yung manalo sa group niya. Because he's he's coming down to NXT to compete here. You know, kind of the same with Becky Lynch. Coming <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I'll give you that. Oh, <laughs> God, no. <laughs> he was poor guy with Ule. poor guy with uh, 0-3. <laughs> yeah, it, see, Tozawa is more an exception than the norm. So, um, with other side, Joe Coffey, uh, he's uh, I like the decision as well. I, I would have preferred Nathan Fraser, honestly, to be the winner of that other group, but I'm fine. They're gonna deliver 
this Wednesday. Ito bang finals, finals match? May time limit pa dito or like, you know, whoever. I don't know. Um, yeah. We'll still find out, I guess. Yeah, we'll find out. I'm assuming yeah. na meron pa because it's yeah. part of the tournament. Yeah. So why wouldn't it have a time limit? That's true. And All what right. Nick is a G1 Climax finals is uh, 60 minutes, I don't know, compared to the uh, the group stage matches, which are 20 minutes long. Yeah. Yeah. So, diba? So let's see. Mm. Let's see what will happen this Wednesday. And, uh, and I think we can pencil this now. Now, whoever wins this will probably win the Heritage Cup because they wouldn't, they wouldn't go all through all of this. <laughs> the winner doesn't win the Heritage Cup. <laughs> Let's <laughs> watch you eat shit next week, Emil. <laughs> yeah, okay. I mean, I'll, 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 I mean, did you, you see? Know. Did you see Noam Dar do a Keanu Reeves this week? Yeah, <laughs> that, was <pretty> funny. <laughs> that was so good. That was so good. Uh, yeah, that was one of my favorite things from uh, NXT this week. Okay, right, call your shot, boys. Who is winning the Global Heritage Invitation? No. no, wait, 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 that, wait, that. I, I wanted to say something real quick. I found okay. it funny that there were two Group B matches this uh, this week. Because parang inamin nila na okay, uh, Group A was literally the side A of the of the of the of the pool, and then Group B was the uh, the lesser star power group. So you had to make it up for uh, you had to make up for it with uh, with some with two good with two okay matches. So the triple threat Putina was so, was so good with yep. Joe Coffey winning. Um, okay, um, my pick is uh, Butch. I mean, at this point, why not? This is uh, you might as well do the the UK pro wrestling scene match. Same thing. I'll go with Butch because. Might might as again might as just well because you had Becky going go down and win the women's championship. You had Dominic go down and win the North American championship. Why not Butch have a crack at the Heritage Cup? Because di naman naabutan ni Butch yung original Heritage Cup sa NXT UK because by the time he was already on the on the NXT on the American NXT and, and on the main roster. So why not have Butch uh, have a reign for the of the uh, Heritage Cup? So I'll go with Butch. All right. Uh, I think we're in the season where main roster stars are getting to uh, to hold NXT championships. Uh, I guess to lend prestige and give it a bit of a rub, brother. So yeah. that's where we're at. Okay, uh, let's go to AEW and talk about the Sammy Guevara and Chris Jericho match and the subsequent turn where Sammy joins the Don Callis family. So I don't know about you guys, pero nung nakita ko na yung Ring gear ni Sammy Guevara was a reference to Chris Jericho's ring gear in WrestleMania 19. And then Excalibur pointed it out on commentary. I was like, he's going to do the Chris Jericho turn. Kay Shawn Michaels. <laughs> Dun palang eh, parang na-spoil na ako. This is gonna happen. And then when they did the hug, they did it exactly the way that HBK yeah. and Jericho did in 2003. So, I, I'm... It's not that I'm complaining. It's just that I could kind of see it from a mile away. And <laughs> I I don't know yet how I feel about Sammy Guevara joining the Don Callis family. Uh, um, okay, go, go ahead, Amy. Okay, uh, the, the execution of that turn was really... It was really, even though I saw it, like, like, like with you, Stan, when he entered with the... Uh, I noticed nice gear. Kind of looks familiar to me. And then he pointed it out that he, it was the gear that he wore against... HBK WrestleMania 19 and then dun palang okay I got it he's he's definitely we're definitely gonna get a turn here it's gonna be inspired of that the, the execution of the turn was great pero the thing kasi is Sammy Guevara coming into this match he's a palang he's already turning babyface eh? he had that he had moments with Darby Allen uh, you know like he's palang 
papunta na siya doon eh. Papunta na siya ito. And, and you could see the crowd getting behind him again. So, questionable yung decision to turn him heel, but the execution was really good. So, moving forward, I'm interested to see how are they going to pull this off because honestly, medyo tired na ako with the heel Sammy Guevara. I want him to be a babyface again. Um, I, I felt like Sammy was trying to do so well as a face. Parang medyo awkward pa rin siya, pero I, 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 could, I could see him being earnest with his attempt. To characterize himself, I don't know. You know, he, he's having a kid, right, with with Ty. Yeah. So I thought he was doing okay with it, and I wanted him to push a little more. But I guess um, Jericho is also pretty compelling as a face. But you know, given the name, Jericho is a good actor. He's a good character, right? Uh, sayang lang. Um, I wanted to ask you guys something. So there are a shit ton of callbacks in AEW lately. <laughs> so <laughs> what do you guys think of this? Um, I can say that we posted the the Samoa Joe thing um, a couple of weeks ago, and yeah. it's still going crazy on on our social media. And then, Dilang, yun, yung si MJF uh, ni Samoa Joe. That's yeah, also yeah. still getting notices and shit. No, yeah, yeah, that, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, so some people are saying that okay, um, AW can't do something without you know referencing WWE or stuff like that. So obviously, we know you and I, you know, we all know that. This isn't just an AEW to WWE thing. Parang, um, anytime you have the opportunity to call back to history, you take it. Because you're bound to pop a fan who you know knows what you're doing and does the Leo, the Leo meme. <laughs> so the pointing at the TV meme. Diba? So what do you guys think? Was it right now see AEW ang madalas kumuan ito eh. So it's they've been doing it more than WWE has lately. So what do you guys think? Is it doing too much to parang pop themselves and pop you know fans from 20, 10 years ago? <laughs> um, is this starting to get overused? Um, do you want to see more of it? Because oh, see, Emil Muna. You wanna you wanna you know you wanna catch the reference and feel good about catching the reference. I'm okay with it in small doses. Young. Um, once in a while, they they will do something to pop us. With a, uh, they will do a callback to pop us. I'm okay with this. But every week, like it's uh, it's getting it, it it's getting too much if it's every week. I'm I, right now. I'm definitely fine with it because I need them every week. And whenever they would reference anything, I will immediately get it because alam din nila yung target market nila. It's mostly people who grew up in the Attitude era or the ruthless aggression era. So you mga references sila time din naman with their audience, which I like. It's hindi siya yung kailangan ko pang i-research kung ano yung kinokolbak niya before ko gets. I mean, if you're a kid now, the you should you would have to research it because if you're like yeah. uh, what a teenager at at, at at in this year, <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't yeah. get the Bret Hart reference from oh. MJF kanina. Yeah, yeah. so. Yan lang. I'm okay with the small doses. And right now, hindi pa naman siya nagiging too much for me. Oh, really? <laughs> okay, MJF, I think it's too much. I, I think it's almost too much. every week. I think it's too much. Um, I think uh, we jumped the shark this week. With the Samoa Joe and, and Steiner math promo, dun masaya pa ako eh. Kasi it made sense in the context of facing Samoa Joe. Plus, I, I get the reference. I'm like, ha, that's great. I love it, right? But then now that you have an entire reel, like tayo on Instagram, we have so much content based on these callbacks alone. 
I'm not saying I'm not grateful that na, na a bit of content and with that a bit of clout. That being said, there's too much going on, man. I, I need uh, AEW to kind of slow down with all the callbacks. Um, callbacks in the ring, the sequences and everything that happens a lot there, regardless of promotion, as you pointed out, Ro. But like with these promos and vignettes and all of that stuff, uh, yung mga skits or whatever yun, I, I think kailangan muna pumreno Let us miss it before you bring it back again uh, Everything in moderation Diba yun sinasabi nila So I think AEW's at a point where they are giving us Too much of this stuff and I think we just need to Chill the F down Actually, um, actually I just thought about this Right now as we were having this conversation So ang napansin ko is It's not AEW as a whole but just MJF Yeah, you know uh, I was just about to so say the same thing The thing is um, ever since MJF turned face uh you know if this is a legit face turn parang ang na-identify niyang way to connect with the crowd was to you know give them references to wrestling they've seen in the past in decades past so parang to figure out okay this is where you know the angry uh, villain origin story was the crutch for heel MJF. I think now the the constant references to old wrestling is now the crutch for face MJF and parang you were doing so well when you were, you know, exploring the the depths of your ability to build a friendship with Adam Cole. Yeah, when you was so goofing good. around with Adam yeah. Cole, the bat, the gym, or like at the restaurant or whatever. Why not more of those? So and he found the kangaroo kick. He did the double clothesline. The yeah. Steiner math promo. Why can't MJF <laughs> piss off bitchy ass Roderick Strong in the hospital? <laughs> that would be so, just as funny as mom, uh, dad, I'm adopted, right? Um, yung, yung Samoa Joe callback was fine because it involved Joe, literally them, the two yes. of them. Yes. The, the Sammy Guevara and Jericho callback is fine because it literally involved the callback involved Jericho. Yes. So you uh, and okay, pa But when you're literally pulling out of your fandom, which mm. is, I guess, your babyface origin story now at this point. <laughs> <laughs> that's where we draw the line. Yeah. Or that's where I, I, I would draw the line. I don't know if I'm drawing the line just yet, but uh, as uh, as the guy who does the social media content for our TikTok and Reels, but I'm, okay, at some point, um, at this point, we're gonna somebody's gonna see right through the shit and say, "Now, okay, now we're just posting all the callbacks MJF is doing, and then <laughs> yeah, hoping that they go viral like Samoa Joe did." <laughs> right. So right. you know what? Um, uh, it's not that I don't like it. I mean, Trevor, who doesn't love a good callback that mm. you understand? But uh, you just don't like running the risk of being a one-trick pony, which has always been the play for MJF. Because, you know, the whole dick thing was his one-trick pony, and now this is going to be his new one-trick pony. Yeah. no, so lang when he turned baby, when he even when he was still a heel, remember the, whenever he's up against someone who is a very like CM Punk, and I noticed this against CM Punk and. Who's the other one? Uh, Adam Cole, when they first feuded, they he would always call back to these a lot of WWE references, especially in that in, in his promo exchanges with Punk back back in two years ago. So, ito talaga yung siguro character niya. He's, no, pero he's, ito, cheap pop na talaga. This okay, is for the yeah. literal cheap pop because he's trying to go over as a face, diba? Yeah, yeah. So, I think, I think back then you can still say that that was in service of whoever he was feuding with. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, kayo listeners, who would you, uh, where do you draw the line? At what point do you say tama na sobra na? 
Because I think Ro and I, we've kind of figured out our uh, our saturation point dito sa podcast. And it uh, didn't really hit me at least until Ro pointed it out. So let us know what you think along with everything else that we talked about here. Sorry for ruining it. <laughs> yes, please apologize. Sorry, you know, if you guys are, you know, if you guys feel ruined by it too because I pointed it out, I'm sorry. <laughs> I noticed these things. Glass. Nabasa yeah, glass. <laughs> So good luck na lang kung di pa, uh, di pa kayo glass shattered, alright? Uh, hit us up at Wrestling2XPod on Twitter and on TikTok with all of your thoughts. In the meantime, on behalf of Ro Moran and Emil Nate, my name is Stan and this little quickie episode of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast is in the books. Stay safe, stay healthy, and don't be a dick. Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, out. Bye-bye. Peace. The opinions of podcast creators, hosts, and guests are not necessarily reflective of the official stance of the Pod Network Entertainment, its hosts, or other network programs. The content created by the people behind the podcast is personal and not meant to harm any religion, ethnicity, group, organization, company, or individual.